is Punkanoi Worldwide. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I know I said the last time we'd be getting into new tracks for August, but just went to Punk Rock Bowling and I wanted to share a little bit of my experience and then you know some of the bands that I really enjoyed from that, uh, that festival. Uh, definitely missed having gone to uh, a lot of shows, gone to a few shows here locally in Utah. Uh, even saw a band from out of state, Project Sellout, coming at us from Lemon Grove. But uh, I think I'd been away for so long uh, that, man, it was it was tough. And I, I kind of knew that going in that uh, it would be a lot to do. Uh, previous Punk Rock Bowlings, the, the last one that I went to, the one from 2019, was pretty awesome. But I was there for the three days I got in. Thursday, no, Friday evening, and then did the club shows every night, the pool parties every day, so starting at like 12 p.m., Las Vegas time, that is, and then getting done at like 2.30 a.m. or so <laughs> in the morning. Those were rough. Couldn't do it this time, but fortunately, uh, the pool parties really didn't excite me, the, the people that were, were playing them, and... Uh, the club shows, man, and, and the shows overall, uh, in punk rock bowling's past, a lot more bands coming to us from all over the world, a lot of European bands, but from all over the place. And so kind of, for me personally, makes that a little bit more like hard to miss certain things because, you know, I, I'm not necessarily going to get to all of these other countries that the bands are coming from, and they're not going to be coming back all the time either themselves. So... That said, uh, I'm going to go over kind of what went on. Uh, I, I usually post more photos. If you go over to SLC Punkcast on Instagram, and I think some of them are over on Facebook, you can see a couple videos, a couple pictures. Didn't do a whole lot this time around. But real quick, I got there Friday morning. It started Thursday. Uh, one of the club shows on Thursday featured uh, Dillinger 4, Teenage Bottle Rocket, Get Dead and the Uppers. Another one featured Fear. Peg Boy, uh, Angry Samoan is at another one, and that was the Thursday show. So I got there, and then on Friday, so I'm going to go kind of chronologically, uh, real quick, the bands that played on the Friday were bands like Jerk, The Line Cutters, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Pears, Dwarves, The Queers, Anti-Flag, The Sunnydales, The Darts, FYP, Dillinger 4, the Menzingers, Frank Turner, and Descendants. So those are the bands that were playing on that day at the main venue. Uh, a, a few highlights. I'm going to play some bands and talk a little bit about them. Uh, highlights for me uh, there. First up, the Pears, they were awesome. Uh, I'd seen them once before, and I thought they were great. Did a great job. Very entertaining. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the Pairs for some reason, they're over on, on Fat Records. That's where their releases are. They're from New Orleans in Louisiana here in the U.S. As the majority of the bands that played the shows here were from the U.S. Not all, but most. Uh, Pairs released a self-titled Pairs album over on Fat Records March 6th of 2020, right before the pandemic hit. And uh, it's, it's a good release. Go check it out. If you like the Pairs, go follow them on Facebook at uh, at Pairs The Band on Facebook and at Pairs The Band on Instagram. Let's get into some music for this episode. We'll, we'll tune into a track 
that I really enjoy off that self-titled album from Pears. Here is Rich to Rags. Again, on this episode, I'm only going to feature music for bands that I thought really, really stood out, bands that I really enjoyed, but there were plenty of other great bands. Again, like I was saying at the beginning of the episode here, that uh, I had to pace myself before, man, I'd be, I'd get there early on because I know there's always great bands. Even early on, some people, I, I see people that were arriving like for the main acts, you're missing out on like... 12, 15 bands or so before, and you're showing up like right at the end, and the ticket prices are even the same, and you really never know what you're missing. Uh, but I, I definitely had to pace myself a little bit, and so I did miss out on uh, a few bands here and there. There's bands I've seen before that I was like, eh, okay. Uh, based on how the venue was set up with the two different stages, and the pairs there being on the monster stage, which is like the secondary stage, but you had to like walk this horseshoe and uh, it's out on a street there in Las Vegas. Cool stage, uh, a little bit more compact than the main stage, but uh, I enjoyed it. Pairs killed it. Uh, really great. And 
you know, I missed missed a handful of bands. I apologize, bands. Uh, I, I definitely feel hard to say what you missed out on. There's some that I wish I would have got to. I just didn't have the energy or the endurance to keep it going all weekend long for everything. But uh, also a, a band that really stood out for me on that day. Uh, well, real quick, you know, there's bands like Menzingers that I really enjoy. Uh, Darts, I was right up there at the stage watching them and great show, Queers and so forth. And the, there's tables and there's food and beer and all this other stuff that you can go sit. And so there were several bands that I just sat and enjoyed the music. Uh, I was there with Punk Chris, anybody that listened to the first half, uh, you know, first two years or so of SLC Punkcast. Chris the host of the show with me and then has done some stuff here on Punkanoi Worldwide, though it's been like nine months since he's done anything. Uh, joined me from California there, and he's a big fan of Frank Turner. And I, I knew Frank Turner. I knew he did the split with no effects. But I was like, all right, you know, let's let's go check him out. And he was on the main stage. After him on the smaller stage was Anti-Flag, and then after that was Descendants, who headlined. And I've seen Descendants before, and again, uh, you know, I was sitting way out in the back. If you see my pictures, I was pretty far in the back. But you can see tons of people. I mean, thousands upon thousands of people were there. It was sold out every single day. Uh, the majority of the club shows, and we'll talk more about the Friday club shows here in a second. I've talked long enough. I really enjoyed Frank Turner's set. I thought he did a great job. Him and... I forget the other guy that was playing on the banjo with him, but phenomenal set. I really enjoyed it. Here's one of those standout tracks that he played that I enjoyed so much, and he's definitely one I would go see again and again. Here's Frank Turner with his track Recovery, and Recovery comes at us from his album uh, Tape Deck Heart, and he released that on January, uh, January 2013. But he's got other releases, and he actually has a release coming out this February, too. It's already been announced. So be on the lookout for more Frank Turner. And you can find him on Facebook at Frank Turner Music and on Instagram at Frank Turner. And he is from England. Like I said, most bands, most performers were here in the U.S., from here in the U.S., but there were some exceptions. He was able to make it. Here we go. Here's some Frank Turner with Recovery. Blacking in and out in a strange flat in East London Somebody I don't really know just gave me something to help settle me down And to stop me from always thinking about you And you know your life is heading in a questionable direction When you're up for days of strangers and you can't remember anything Except the way you sound and when you told me you didn't know what I should do Like every boring blues song, I get swallowed by the pain And so I fumble for your figure in the darkness Just to make it go away But you're not lying there any longer And I know that that's my fault So I've been pounding on the floor And I've been crawling up the walls And I've been dipping in my darkness With serotonin boosters Cider and some kind of smelling salts A 
let's make a deal If anybody ever asks us, let's just tell them that we met in jail And that's the story that I'm sticking to like a stony-faced accomplice But tonight I need to hear some truth and I'm never getting through this Yeah, you once sent me a letter that said if you're lost at sea Close your eyes and catch the time, my dear, and only think of me Well, darling, now I'm sinking and I'm as lost and lost could be And I was hoping you could drag me up and down here towards my recovery Just a subtle little glimmer Some suggestion that you'd have me If I could only make me better Then I would stand a little stronger As I walk a little taller All the time Because I know you are a cynic But I think I can convince you Yeah, cause broken people can get better If they really want to Or at least that's what I have to tell myself If I am hoping to Great track. Frank Turner, Rattles Recovery. I think he had a great performance, definitely a standout and unanticipated. You know, some of these I was just super excited for, and others I was like, cool, I'm glad I get to see him, but really stood out. Great track. That kind of sums up the, the first day I told you who was there, the first day at the main venue. Now they did have their club shows. One of the club shows featured the Scottalites, the Agrolites, uh, Pinata Protest, uh, a couple others there. Then another one featured Mean Jeans, Luna Chicks, Dog Party, Bad Sex. Also, there was uh, one that featured Guttermouth and Narcoleptic Youth. Another Friday show that featured Dr. No, Ill Repute. And then there was the one I attended, and I attended after that. So I think uh, I left a little early. I watched about half the Descendants set and then went back to the hotel room. Uh, unfortunately, I don't really know the band's Runaround or The Runaround and Make War. I miss those. Sorry to those bands. I just didn't have the energy, and I basically went and laid down on my bed and rested my back for a couple hours and then went out, saw Strung Out and The Suicide Machines, both really great. I think at the Fremont Country Club, I saw Agnostic Front a couple years back, and they were on couldn't hear Roger like I could see he was like screaming in the mic couldn't hear it at all and that's what I felt like here for strung out I couldn't hear the vocals at all don't know why but the band uh, strung out great they did a great job uh, a band that I hadn't seen big fan of been a fan for a long time I heard the vocals just fine knew the majority of the tracks and it's always fun when uh, you know, Frank Turner, I'm not familiar with very many of his tracks, still really enjoyed his set, but not as much as the crowd, like the crowd was singing along with most every one of his songs, uh, as, you know, goes with a lot of bands when you get giant crowds of people that are familiar with your music, that's going to happen. Anyway, uh, Suicide Machines, they were awesome. I really enjoyed them a lot. Uh, I hope that you get out there, check them out. 
I, I didn't buy a ton of merch. Just wasn't into it. I didn't see a lot of stuff that I wanted this time. But got me a Suicide Machine shirt, a couple other seven inches, and got their new album. And it's awesome. Picked all those up on vinyl. Don't buy a lot of CDs anymore because I can just get those digitally and I don't do much with them. But the vinyl, always into the vinyl. And Revolution Spring is a really good album. Uh, I like that a lot. Got a couple seven inches, like I said. Uh, one with two tracks, Hate Everything, which features Ice-T. And What's the Difference? Weren't familiar with those ones. And then got the Suicide Machines uh seven inch that features four fade away and pack your smile so if you're familiar with suicide machines those you might want to go check out i'm happy to check those out can't wait to get those two seven inches spinning have not yet but i'm i decided to play uh, a different one off of an older album the suicide machines off of a match and some gasoline they put that out june 17th of 2003 if you're unfamiliar with them they're from detroit michigan as you will find out in, if you go to their Facebook page and their Instagram pages, they're both at Suicide Machines Detroit. Cool band. The next morning after the show, we saw them Friday evening, Chris and I. The next morning at Veggie Nation, getting our breakfast, and the singer was there getting his breakfast as well. So great restaurant, uh, and saw him a couple other times at the main venue. Let's listen to some high anxiety off of a match and some gasoline. Well, it's the high anxiety, the victim of society. High anxiety, the victim of society. High anxiety, mine. It's my high anxiety, getting to the best of me. Sometimes I feel like I'm gonna explode when I'm approaching total overload. I know that when I'm having a panic attack, I duck and cover, cause I can feel it coming. It's a high anxiety, the victim of Suicide Machines, Jason Navarro being the vocalist. I didn't mention that earlier. That's who we saw eating breakfast, same place we did. Chris gave him a shout-out once he was finished with this meal. We don't want to interrupt people, but telling him we really appreciate what he did and enjoyed his set the previous night. Uh, the band killed it. 
uh, one of my favorites throughout the weekend, and glad that I got to see Suicide Machines. Next, we're going to move on to the next day. Uh, like I already said, we, we were getting breakfast. And then after that, uh, over at the main venue, uh, it featured main venue Saturday, second day, bands such as Suburban, Resistant, Suburban Resistance, Decent Criminal, Field Day, Plague Vendor, The Bronx, The Agrolites, Youth of Today, The Side Eyes, Urethane, Good Riddance, Youth Brigade, Leftover Crack, Streetlight Manifesto, and Circle Jerks. We were beat from the first day, got our breakfast and such, which our breakfast was around like noon, so it was probably more like lunch, I suppose. They still served us breakfast. Anyway, <laughs> we did miss the first couple bands, and I'm sure, I, I you know, Decent Criminal, familiar with them, wish I would have checked out their set. Uh, the rest of the bands, definitely want to check them out. Uh, definitely feel like I missed something. But I wanted to get to Plague Vendor. I remember Plague Vendor from a couple years back. And then also, I hadn't seen Good Riddance before, even though they've been around. I might have seen them way back in the 90s. I forget the bands that I saw at the Warped Tour in the 90s. Some of them I can remember very vividly, and other ones, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were there, but I didn't remember. Anyway, we got there. We really enjoyed Good Riddance. I thought they had a great set. Glad to get to see them. Uh, been a great band. They've been a band a long time, obviously since the 90s. Uh, on Fat Records, as so many bands were that played th this particular one, but I think most in general, uh, Punk Rock Bowlings, uh, a lot of bands on Fat Records are West Coast bands, and we're on the West Coast, easy to get to. But Good Riddance, uh, they're from Santa Cruz, California. May 20th of 2003, they put out Bound by Ties of Blood and Affection. Uh, great album. Oh, we're going to play a track from it. If you like them, go over to at Good Riddance SC on both Instagram and on Facebook to find them, get more info, follow them there. As I said in all the episodes, the least we can do, especially if there's bands you like and you either have all their music or you don't have their music and maybe then you'll get around to getting their music. If you like them, if you hear the stuff and you like it here, go follow them. That's the least we can do. Go follow them on the social medias. Go follow them on your Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you may stream your music. And if you like them a lot and have the money to do so, go support them. Go watch their shows. Go buy their merch. Back to Good Riddance. Uh, that was the first band we saw that day. Got there like right as their set was coming on. Really enjoyed their set. Uh, Bound by Ties of Blood and Affection. And the track that we're going to listen to from it is called There's No I in Team. It's a great band. Let's check out some good riddance. I can still remember times of prosperity while staring clear eyed. We brought strokes of promise, we colored highlights of our future. And something we'll never get until we look back with. Democratic archetype can we forge from this devastation? 
track that a great set enjoyed them a lot a lot of the bands playing those earlier sets uh, you know punk rock bowling uh, a lot of those bands had shorter sets especially on the bands that played on the monster stage the secondary stage had 25 minute sets and a lot of the other bands also had you know sets like that uh, good riddance did play a 35 minute set though which is awesome and it was great it was entertaining uh, i'm glad i got to see them you know, just getting to the venue, getting a, uh, a spot to sit down and enjoy the sun because it was fucking hot in Las Vegas. It was like the mid-upper 90s, though the sun was going down earlier than it normally would have if we were to go in May, as we usually did. Uh, it was still hot and definitely sweat a lot. But good riddance. They were awesome. Uh, and When I was getting ahead of myself before we played that track, I was talking about Plague Vendor and... I remembered seeing them a couple years back, and I remember, hey, they're good. I definitely want to get to see Plague Vendor. And you know what? Even surprised me again. I already knew I wanted to see them. I knew that they were great uh, from before, that I enjoyed their performance. But this time, I mean, one of the best performances of the weekend, I thought, you know, even doing 25-minute set, I think, is what they did. And they killed it. It was fantastic. If you're not familiar with Plague Vendor, they're from Los Angeles area, Whittier, in California, and we're going to play a track from them off of By Night, which they released June 7th of 2019. If you're not familiar with them, they're on Epitaph Records. And a quote from Iggy Pop, a damn good American band, and I will second that, Iggy Pop. Uh, they sure are, and they put on a great show. Uh, Chris and I were talking about throughout the, the shows, especially after day two, that Bands that have a lead guy or a front man or whatever you want to call it, front person, uh, they are, in a way, maybe a little more entertaining as far as the live performance goes because they are more active. They don't have to you know, make sure that their guitar doesn't hit somebody. They can hop off the stage and jump in the pit and hang on the, the gate and be have a security guy hold them during half their performance, as was this performance from Plague Vendor. Uh, it was awesome. If you like them, go follow them at Facebook or on Facebook at Plague Vendor, and the same on Instagram at Plague Vendor. We're gonna play a track off of By Night. It is called New Come Down. Yeah. 
We've got a lot more to check out, so go check them out. That is Plague Vendor, and they're awesome live, so if you ever get a chance, I think that might be the third time that I've seen them, and they are better than before, and they were already good. Just keep getting better. They're awesome. Uh, next, uh, another band that always stands out, and I always see them every time they come to town, including this upcoming weekend, because Dropkick Murphys and Rancid will be coming to my town this weekend, and I'll be seeing them, and the Bronx are going to be playing with them too. So I saw the Bronx last week on Saturday, and I'll see them this week on Saturday, a week apart. That's how much I like that band. Uh, they killed it at Punk Rock Bowling, as usual. They, they've got a new album out, Bronx 6. Over on SLC Punkcast, Eric and I have played quite a few tracks from it. And so I wanted to play one that, that stood out to me that was off of an older album, being their first album, The Bronx One, and that they put out August 26th of 2003. So August, I think 27th of 2021, so 18 years later, basically, they put out their new album. I recommend checking out their new album. It might be their best album. Uh, that band just keeps getting better and better. Uh, we'll play a track here in just a second. If you're not, not familiar with them, they're also from L.A., so not too far of a travel. And I believe the Bronx and Plague Vendor came here and played a club in Utah a couple years back, and that's the other time that I saw Plague Vendor. The Bronx can be found on Facebook at The Bronx and on Instagram at Bronx Ovision. And the track that we're going to play that they played at the show and I really enjoyed, and again, I want to play something a little different, something I haven't played from the Bronx before because I've played quite a few tracks from the Bronx over the years. Off of the Bronx, which is their first original number one, the Bronx, uh, the track that we're going to listen to is Heart Attack American.
The Bronx, Heart Attack America. It's off the first one. They're great. Any chance you get to go see The Bronx, I recommend going and seeing The Bronx. Next up, we're going to go over to the band Leftover Crack. I saw them play as Choking Victim uh, a couple of years back there, and it was awesome. And Leftover Crack was phenomenal here. Great band. If you're unfamiliar, they're from New York, New York City. And they've been around. Uh, they're just awesome. Uh, I thought they did a great performance. And we're going to play a track off of Fuck World Trade that they put out August 30th of 2004. Goes along with the theme of the band, right? Fuck World Trade. If you like them, go find them over uh, Leftover Crack on Facebook and at Leftover underscore Crack underscore Official on Instagram. And along with the theme of the band, if you know much about the band and the tracks, well, Clear Channel, fuck off. That is what we're going to listen to. Uh, Let's get into it now. It's good stuff from Leftover Crack.
figured out a long time ago that it's much easier to control people when we're all watching the same TV shows, listening to the same radio stations, going to the same movies, looking at the same billboards, eating the same food, and speaking the same language. Right? Fuck them. Fuck control. Fuck all the do the same this is insane that's. Leftover Crack had a great performance at Punk Rock Bowling. Uh, glad to get to see them. Uh, like I said, it's not Choking Victim, so definitely glad to see that band. Next, uh, the headliner for the evening, uh, Circle Jerks. I thought they were great. Again, I did about half the show because I had a club show, so I watched about half of the hour-long set, about like I did with Descendants, and then was going to head over to my club show. And again, on the club show, first two bands I wasn't that familiar with, and so uh, I kind of napped it up a little bit, but I did catch about half the Circle Jerks, Wild in the Streets, love that track, and you know, if you're familiar, especially with their album Group Sex, so many tracks that are fairly short, so they're able to plow through a bunch of tracks in a the same amount of time everybody else, but more tracks in that time. Uh, from Group Sex that they put out way back in 1980, and they had a pressing of it, obviously a newer pressing of it, but they had it for sale at, at their merch tables there, which is pretty cool, so anybody that could get their, you know, a copy of it anyway, they could do that. Circle Jerks from Group Sex that they released in 1980, and the band formed in 1979, so I mean 42 years as a band. That's pretty awesome. I mean, they haven't been together the entire time, but... 42 years ago, and they're still coming out and playing some shows. They did have a tour planned when uh, COVID happened. They had something that was coming. They were even coming to Salt Lake. And I believe they've rescheduled it. They haven't rescheduled. I think that it's coming out. Uh, I don't recall offhand. But if you like the Circle Jerks, you can probably find that information out on their Facebook and their Instagram pages at Circle Jerks Band. That's where you can find them on both they're also from L.A. A lot of bands from L.A., not too far of a drive for those L.A. bands, uh, if that's where they're all currently residing anyway. Uh, Eric is going to be featuring on the next episode of SLC Punkcast, which will also be coming out the same day this comes out, a couple tracks, because he wants to talk about this album, Group Sex. So I threw one on that I enjoy. It is called I Just Want Some Skank. So here we go with the Circle Jerks, I Just Want Some Skank. Just want some skank. Cool track. They were great. I enjoyed them a lot. 
but I only watched half. Man, I had to I had to go lay down, get, get some endurance because I had like four hours still to go. Uh, speaking of that, on Saturday there were a, a lot of club shows. One of the club shows featured Laura Jane Grace, uh, a giant dog, Playboy Man Baby, Dracula's, and Crazy in the Brains, and Grumpster even. So a lot of stuff there. Uh, Saturday was packed even off the beaten path there. A punk rock bowling show, but not an official punk rock bowling show, featured Bone Crusher and the Welch Boys. I wish I could have made that one. Didn't have a car, and I had already bought tickets, and I wanted to see Madball. So I'll get to the Madball show here in a moment. But uh, for anybody that did go to that, I am jealous. Definitely want to see. Uh, I've seen the Welch Boys. Want to see Bone Crusher. Both great bands. Uh, also featured club shows over at uh, Punk Rock Bowling. Days and Days with Left Alone, The Potato Pirates, and Dead 77. That would have been a great one. Uh, Lower Class Brats, and Hanover Saints, Liberty and Justice, Slaughter Boys. That would have been a great one. Uh, MDC. And Verbal Abuse, they were playing. And with 13th Legion, that would have been awesome. Love 13th Legion. That was a Saturday show. And then the Saturday show that I was at featured, uh, what does that say? DFL and H2O, Madball. And I can't see what the other thing is. There's a sold out over it. I'm looking on the, the flyer for it right now. Uh, H2O. Seen a bunch of times. I hadn't seen Madball. Love H2O, though. And I really wanted to see Madball. And, man, I am glad that I did. I'll talk more about the Madball portion of that show here in just a moment. Uh, H2O at first. They played a bunch of great tracks. Toby's son, Max, did drums for him. He killed it. It was great. Uh, Freddie came up on stage to wrap up their set. It was awesome. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, for whatever reason, H2O has been around as a band since 1994. So coming up on, what, like 27 years as a band. Also, Toby does his own podcast, One Life, One Chance. If you like to hear, uh, you know, guys in the punk scene, especially that have been in the punk scene for as long, because Toby was a roadie for Sick of It All before uh, him and the rest of the guys in Sick of It All put their band together and was... Uh, up and coming himself in the New York hardcore scene. And so he knows a lot of people and he has a lot of cool people on his show to talk about. So if you want to go check out his podcast, it's called One Life, One Chance. If you like H2O, go to H2O Go on Facebook or at H2O underscore NYHC, which I don't think there's a whole lot. There's a couple flyers or something on that one. Not a lot there, but if you want, you can go follow him on it. We're going to play a track off of FTW. They released that May 18th of 1999. As you've probably heard me state throughout the describing and talking about them, they uh, are from New York, New York hardcore band, but uh, have since, especially at least Toby, lives out in California now in L.A. So take that for what you will, where they're from, where they are. Uh, H2O, fantastic. FTW was the album. And we're going to listen to that title track, which is Faster Than the World. The original featured Dickie Barrett, Roger Murray, uh, Ryonosuke, which I'm not sure who that is, and Tim Armstrong. Let's get into that track. Here is Faster Than the World from H2O.
Awesome. Everybody sing along. The whole set was fantastic. Like I said earlier, sometimes you would, you know, you get to see some of those bands and you just know every single song. H2O, one of those for me. I thought they were great. And then right after that, Madball came up. Uh, Madball destroyed it. I thought they were awesome. And again, this was a Fremont Country Club. What I forgot to mention when I was talking about uh, the club show from the previous night with Suicide Machines, and I was mentioning that Strung Out, they also played at the Fremont Country Club. Uh, I, I mentioned that the vocals were hard to hear. Well, Suicide Machines ended up, it was that show was behind like 30 minutes overall. The other two club shows I went to were pretty much right on time because uh, they have scheduled times that the bands were coming up and they had that posted. Well, the Suicide Machines said, fuck it. And they're just like trying to move the curtains open because they had curtains there. Like, let's go. Couldn't get the monitors, couldn't get the audio coming through. But I still thought they sounded great. They might not have been hear, able to hear themselves great, but... Uh, I thought they did great. And then the next night, didn't seem to have any issues. Uh, H2O Madball went off, no problems. And man, did Madball, my first time seeing them, I've seen their live performance, just not in person myself. I've seen videos and so forth. But they were phenomenal. Madball killed it. I mean, they were like, it was like the most violent pit I've ever seen at Punk Rock Bowling. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, a lot of big boys and a lot of just fists swinging and people getting hit and flying spin kicks and people getting kicked and uh, pillars that are inside Fremont Country Club. And I didn't see the guy get slammed. Chris did. Dude got slammed into a pillar. There was people like holding him up by his neck because I think he was about to fall over and they were looking in his mouth. I don't know if they were checking for teeth or bleeding or, or what, but that dude was not standing on his own accord anymore. Uh, it was awesome. I wasn't that guy, so I, I feel bad for the guy, but otherwise it was pretty awesome. Uh, Madball started his band in 88, and originally mo it was most of Agnostic Front were the guys that started the band, and then at that time, 12-year-old Freddie, he did vocals, Freddie being 12 years old back in uh, 88, so that puts him 76. He's only a couple years older than me. Way to be, Freddie. You're killing it still. A lot of energy. 
It was awesome. If you like them, they're at MadballNYC on both Instagram and Facebook. From 2007, they put out the album Infiltrate the System. That track, standout track. I've played a bunch of the other tracks on SLC Punk Ass, Punk Nair Worldwide. I like them. Hadn't got to this one, though, so let's do that title track from Madball. Off of Infiltrate the System, here's Infiltrate the System. Infiltrate the System, it was awesome show. The song was great when they performed it there. I really liked it. You should definitely check them out. Uh, saw so many people at Punk Rock Bowling and said hi to some. Some, you know, they were off doing their own thing. So uh, shout out to Gowdy. I saw you. Busy. People might not recognize me. I look a little different than I did a couple years ago. Hair's, hair's a bit longer than it was. Uh Awesome. Just good to see people out there. I was just enjoying. And guys like Clark and the mayor, Dogs in the Fight, they did it right. They had the VIP, man. They had like couches and all that kind of stuff. That, that's probably got to be the way I go if I 
If I stay in as poor of shape as I'm in now, man, I barely made it through that weekend doing a lot less than I'd done the previous time. Definitely got to get back in the swing of, of those things. And then Johnny Elbo from Bad Assets in Detroit. It was great to meet him and his wife. Uh, definitely looking forward to coming up. I'm going to do an episode featuring a bunch of great music. He sent me all kinds of great bands to check out. It's mostly Midwestern bands here in the U.S., and I'm going to do something with those, probably play some of those bands over on SLC Punkcast, but I'll probably do a, an episode here within the next few weeks. Uh, I've got to get some new songs for August, new songs September done, and then we got to get back on track with uh, our tour around the world, because that's what we do here at Punk and I Worldwide, and we got shows for Austria and Switzerland uh, coming up, uh, an episode full of punk songs featuring the saxophone after we get done with Switzerland and Austria. I've got several episodes for Germany in a row, or at least, you know, I'll be mixing in some other, you know, various things as I do, but we'll be in Germany for a while. I've got a gigantic list of bands from Germany I want to play. So if there's any great German bands, Austrian bands, Austria is coming up soon, Switzerland, probably the end of next week. Uh, Make sure you shoot those over to me so I can get those on the show. I'm only going to be doing one for Switzerland and one for Austria, but several for Germany, so I definitely have some space to add more there. Uh, Awesome. Uh, Saturday was great. Sunday, woke up again, missed the first couple bands. I apologize to those bands. I I wish I could have checked them out. Uh, Bands that played on the third and final day over at the main venue for Punk Rock Bowling, The Twits, Crazy in the Brains, Bridge City Sinners, MDC, Riverboat Gamblers, English Beat, Municipal Ways, Babe Patrol, The Last Gang, The Schizophonics, all Murder City Devils, Lunachicks, and Devo. And you know what? I was there for like the middle bands. Got there a little bit late, uh, in enough time to go see The Last Gang, which Chris and I both want to go see The Last Gang, which I'll be playing something from them. They had a great set uh, here in just a moment, but... I wanted to really see Devo. You know, I'm not a huge Devo fan, just hadn't seen Devo, but I was beat and I definitely wanted to catch all the bands at my club show that was going to be that evening. So I left early, didn't get to see all the bands. So some standout bands for me, though, on the main venue on the final day on Sunday. Uh, We're going to start off with The Last Gang. They were great. They have a new album that's coming out on October 28th, 28th, October 8th. That's singular eight. No, no. Nothing before that. October 8th. A uh, couple tracks already out that you can check out, but the rest of it will come out that day. They're from California, if you're unfamiliar. Uh, I've seen them at Punk Rock Bowling before. They came here and played a show as well. Saw those. This is the third time for me, and they were great again. This time, four-piece. The other two times I've seen them, they were a three-piece, but they're a four-piece band now. Uh, the Last Gang, the new album's called Noise, 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 and uh, At The Last Gang Music is where you can find them on both Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to check them out there, go do so. The track we're going to listen to off of their new album is called Gimme Action. So let's do that. Patty King, the app spawned. Lead a fuse under the new Give me 
Medic action, a unifaction. Gimme, gimme action. gang gimme action cool track there get out there and check out that band their set was great too uh next up we're gonna play the riverboat gamblers man they were awesome they're from austin texas uh hadn't seen them been familiar with them for a while they formed in 1997 i've been listening to them for i don't know like 15 years somewhere in that range and had yet to be able to see them i thought they were fantastic Man, again, it goes back to what we were saying or what I was saying, but Chris and I were saying together is that, you know, when you have the front man and they're not tied to an instrument, I mean, it just brings a different element to the performance. And they were awesome. Uh, brought a little youngster on stage. I believe her name was Lillian to sing True Crime. I played that song like on episode number seven of SLC Punkcast. That's how long ago. Uh, that I played that and, you know, just how long I've been listening to them. But uh, Riverboat Gamblers, they were awesome. It was cool to see that. And uh, David Rodriguez of Starving Wolves, because that's who was playing at Punk Rock Bowling, but also uh, the Casualties and Crumb Bums uh, and several features on all kinds of tracks and stuff like that. Came out on stage, did a track as well. Uh, Riverboat Gamblers, Chris pointed something out, you know, when you get a band and they get up and they just kind of play their instruments and play their songs, cool, you get to see them live, but when you get to go to a festival or a performance like that, it adds something to it when you have those things such as the the little youngster Lillian getting on stage and singing the track too, or David Rodriguez came out and sang the track, uh, or Freddie uh, from Madball coming out while H2O was performing and singing along on a track there, which I'm going to point out, I wish they would have played some Hazen Street tracks since they had some of the guys together, uh, but whatever. <laughs> Back to Riverboat Gamblers. Uh, again, started in 97 at the Riverboat Gamblers official on Facebook and at Riverboat Gamblers on Instagram. The EP that we're going to play a track from that came out July 12th of 2011, the track from there is called Old Smash and Grab, so let's do it. Here's the Old Smash and Grab from Riverboat Gamblers.
Smash and Grab, that's Riverboat Gamblers. If you ever get a chance to see them, like I said, on several other bands, you should definitely get out there and see them. Uh, last up, we are going to talk a little bit about the, the final evening, the club shows of that evening. The headliner of that night, again, was Devo. I didn't get around to seeing them. Uh, some of the other bands that were there, uh, I was able to listen to. Uh, but those were the standouts for me, personally. And then on those club shows, uh, the, the club shows were awesome. The, all the ones that I picked were great, and there were several others that I wish I could have went to. Just doesn't work out. Can't be in too many or so many places at one time. But uh, on Sunday, the club shows featured one was the Slackers, Safe Ferris, and the Insiders. Another one was Surprise Guest, which I heard was supposed to be Agnostic Front. Don't know if that's who it was, but playing with Slabshot Overexposure. Uh, as always, Punk Rock Karaoke was playing, and they played with Toys That Kill, Infamous Stiffs, and then Schizophonics played the Bowling Championship with Noogie, and Blag Dahlia was the Master of Ceremonies. But for me, I was over at the, at the Place on 7th, watching on the Sonic Rodeo stage, and the bands were The Unseen, Defiance, Starving Wolves, and Soldiers of Destruction. Uh, we're going to play a couple of those bands right here, wrap up the show, wrap up what my experience was at Punk Rock Bowling this year. First, we'll get into Soldiers of Destruction. Cause and Affect, they put out June 18th of tw- uh, this year. And if you listen to us over on SLC Punkcast, Eric and I did an interview right around that time with the guys in the band, all the guys in the band uh, the interview was episode 215 back in mid-June of this year. If you want to go check out that interview, if you have not already, this particular band, Soldiers of Destruction, originally started back in 81 in London and for played there for a short time. And then fast forward to a year or so ago, go listen to the interview if you want all the details. Here we are with Soldiers of Destruction. Uh, if you like them, they're at official SOD band on both Instagram and Facebook. They're on Americant Records, just like Lean 13. We played them not too long ago. Uh, Cause and Affect was the album. They're from Las Vegas, so they didn't have to travel too far for this show. 
uh, a track that we're going to listen to, Amphetamines. That was one that I haven't played that I uh, that they played at the show, but we played a couple of them uh, between Eric and I over on SLC Punkcast. Wanted to play something different. On the album version, it features Nick Oliveri. Obviously, he was not there at or for this particular show, but uh, let's check it out now. Here we go with Amphetamines with Soldiers of Destruction. Destruction, that's amphetamines. Uh, they killed it. They opened up that club show. It was great. Uh, another great one. We're going to play these last two bands. We're going to wrap up this show. Defiance Legends from Portland, Oregon. Uh, they started way back in 93, and in 95, they put out No Future, No Hope. Uh, if you like them, go over to Defiance on Facebook or at Defiance Punks, and that's Punks with an X on Instagram. Again, from 95, off of No Future, No Hope. This awesome band from Portland. We're going to listen to the track You Got It All Wrong, so let's do it. Don't do a fucking thing to me 
You got it all wrong. They were awesome. They killed it, put on a great set. I hadn't seen them before. Glad I got to see them. And finally, another band. So many bands that I hadn't been able to see. A lot of U.S. bands, like I said. Most of them were. Uh, and so that's what that was for me. A lot of bands that I hadn't seen that I really enjoy, that I'm glad I got to see. Including this one, the last one of the show, The Unseen. They wrapped up the punk rock bowling for me. My club show, they headlined. Uh, they were awesome. The venue was like right next to the hotel. Like on the other side of the venue was the hotel I was at. So uh, it was great. I could could have heard them from there, I suppose. But uh, it was nice to be able to <laughs> when the show's over, walk right around the corner. Uh, but they were awesome. I really enjoyed the unseen. Uh, let's play a track from them. They're from Boston, and they put out the album Explode. February 7th of 2003. If you like them, they're the Unseen uh, on Facebook and at Unseen Punks. That's with a KS on Instagram. Uh, False Hope, great track. Let's listen to it. Here we go with the Unseen. You expected one world, here it goes. It's all messed up. It's all messed up. This world will never change. So I 
And that was The Unseen with False Hope. That wraps up my experience. Punk rock bowling, three days. I was exhausted, but, man, I loved every minute that I could be up for it. <laughs> and, uh, I hope everybody out there uh, gets an opportunity to do, you know, go to some shows, uh, do some festivals. Everybody out there that might have went to this one, let us know what you enjoyed. What, what were the ones that, you know, any bands that I might have missed out on, uh, especially with the club shows, couldn't help but, you know, you can only go to one. And a lot of the ones that I picked were for bands that I've been fans of for such a long time but didn't get to see previously, hadn't seen. So that's what I selected. So get out there, support some bands, go see some shows if you can, when you can. Uh, stay tuned. We have more shows coming soon. Like I told you, all those shows, new songs in August, new songs in September, Austria, Switzerland, Germany, all those coming up. Till the next one. 